Hello, one and all, welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show, and welcome to Q and A to the K. I'm looking forward to this one. You know what? I'm going to ask the first question, Carl. What are you drinking? Well, it's funny you should ask. Our friends at Top Rope, of course. I mean, I'm not drinking our friends, but I'm drinking beer from our friends at Top Rope. What a coincidence, because I'm also drinking a a Top Rope Brewing beer. The Cold Stone Cream Austin. It's beautiful. And absolutely amazing. Absolutely Delicious, delicious beer. Smooth beer. It's a bit like ice cream, funnily enough. Um, But, yeah. I'm getting nice, sweet, pissed. (laughs) It might not be an American term. Well, it should be. drunk. It should be. Um, Um, But, yeah, it's uh, delicious up there with, uh, well, I mean, we've tried, like, two of them from the pack we, we ordered. And uh, I, I, last week I was like, ah, oh, Papa Mango, fucking boss, lovely. Uh, and then we top it with this one, which is just delicious. Well. Just keep getting better and better, guys. Honestly, really this, well, um, this is a great summer drink. It is. You know what I mean? It is. It's a shame it's a nice hot it's day, September. nice cool. cold beer. So, uh, this one. I mean, this one. I always say I, you can ice cream. Is, you can eat ice cream anytime, right? Can't it's like right. ice cream. I think you can drink that anytime. Um, but yeah, if you want to drink it, you can go to topropbrewing.com and use promo code 8 to the K10. Get yourself 10% off. You're welcome. Uh, so, we've got Q&A going, haven't we? So right. thank you to all of our followers on Instagram uh, for sending yes. in questions. I think we've got 15 questions that we're going to try and answer. So if we didn't get to yours, apologies, but hopefully, if you like this, it won't be the last one we do. And we'll get there. And thank you to those who mailed your questions in. <laughs> yes, uh, especially the pictures. Choose Tim. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no Tim. So let's let's get into it, shall we? With the first question, uh, this one came to Probably us. A good way to start uh, the show. <laughs> that would help. It came to us from Buzzing with Marlow on Instagram. So thanks very much. And the question was, why do you watch wrestling? Uh, do you know what? I've been trying to ponder this one. It's, it's actually a really tough question. Like, because hmm. I, I can't remember a time. Well, I can sort of vaguely remember a time I didn't. But like, we've been watching this since we were kids. Like, yeah. Um, you know, this isn't properly the answer to the question, but I'm, I can tell you why we watch wrestling now, and that is like sort of nostalgia, mm. because we always like even when we fell out with wrestling for a bit, Carl and I would always meet up and we always watch Royal Rumble, we'd always watch WrestleMania uh, in some way, mm-hmm. and um, especially in recent years when we, you know you both have families and you, you don't sort of hang out with your friends as much, we were like, no, we'll make sure we, we do that, make sure we catch up. And one of the reasons we started a podcast as well, actually. And um, that, I think that's what sort of rekindled the, the sort of love with wrestling. But mm. in terms of why we watch wrestling at all, I think for me it's like... <laughs> it's a difficult question like, to Well, it, it's, I've heard the quote phrase coined before, and, um, and I'm not trying to make it sound like this is just for, for men, as, as a, like wrestling, but um, I've always heard it coined as like a soap opera for men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I like that term because, like, you know, it's, it's the storytelling, it's like the... The sort of classic stories on the heroes versus villains kind of thing, and and everything that's goofy about it. You know, it's over the top, it's ridiculous, it's it's silly at times, but it's just good fun, isn't it? It's yeah. just, an, a, 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 I don't know, because it, yeah. it, it's better than EastEnders, is what he's trying to say. Yeah, um, basically, <laughs> why I mean, do you all for, watch the Kardashians? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, for me, so I've been watching it since 1992, so I was like four years old, um, just because it was something that my dad and me, my brother, were watching really. Mm-hmm. I just massively got into it then, and just got all the Hasbro's, been watching it ever since. And to your point, I just can't remember a time when I wasn't watching it. Like even when we didn't have like. 
cable and stuff like that. Like um, that, I'd still manage to find the VHS and stuff, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. catch the stuff that I, I missed. And I've just always watched it. I can't remember a time that I didn't. And it's just escapism, isn't it? It's uh, it's a way to get lost in some, you know, storylines and oh. characters and things like that. I mean, yeah. it's it's mad, really. There's a lot of wrestling fans. Especially AW fans, and I'm a big AW fan, big WWE fan. A lot of the AW fans watch it just for the great matches. I think I watch it more for the the story, and I, the, actually the, char- the characters yeah. and stuff like that. Like I think there's, and it's hard to articulate what it is. Like the, I'll just call it the buzz, right? But when you get something where it's the perfect blend of everything, like mm. um, especially as Brits, like when you're talking about uh, SummerSlam '92, oh yes, Bulldog. That match, it was a brilliant match from two technicians, mm-hmm. but the story was there. Well, or it. you look at again, looking at another one that that gets us as as Brits. You look at like Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. We were off our seats for that, yeah. right? And it's just like a, a buzz about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, that's the only way I can explain it. It's like, yeah. like there's a, a strange sort of feeling to to it, like getting so invested in in that. Even if like people, are, oh, it's predetermined scripted. It's like, but not. I I, don't, I didn't script it. I don't well, know what's exactly. going to happen. So it's still unpredictable. <laughs> we don't know the outcomes. You know. Um, but there's always just something cool mm. about like about that side of it where they, they tell a story so effectively that you're like you just you, mm. you feel that electric from it you know yeah definitely I think for me though it is like the culmination in like the pay-per-views and stuff like don't get me wrong happy to watch Raw and Smackdown I still watch it every week same with Dynamite and Rampage and you know I wish there was more time we might watch more but um, yeah. it's all about just getting to that pay-per-view and seeing the match like the must-see match do you know what I mean it's like the journey you get taken yeah. on to and to you know what citing a recent example like we're both like, what's this this mystery that's going on in WWE? Yes. And uh, getting involved in that, it's like trying to find the little bits they've hidden or trying to crack the code or <laughs> like, lost. I mean, we're going to be definitely disappointed at the end of it. Yeah, it's like no doubt. But, um, um, but like, oh, that's proper fun enough. Yeah, and I'm glad they're bringing more of this shit back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's stuff that I wish AW. The only other thing more. I need now is license music. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Sorry. Or Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson. We don't know where he's from. So don't ask us that one. Um, so yeah, so I think that's why it's good I, enough. I think, yeah, I think so. Enough, I hope so. Yeah, you tell us buzzing, buzzing with Marlon. Um, the next question, so two people asked this. So obviously, uh, Cheap Pop Wrestling and Tom Goff 25 again on Instagram. Who should Roman Reigns eventually lose the titles to? This is a really difficult one. Should be true. I think in that moment it should have been. But let's, let's you know, go with the fact that it wasn't. I, for a while, was a very firm believer this like this should be used to push a younger talent. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think the perfect way to do it, if it's not true, is Cody. Yeah. I mean, the story's, the story's there. there. The story is there. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, For me, the story's not there between Roman and Cody. The story's there well, between I mean, Roman and The Rock, for example. Yeah. When you say eventually lose, though, for me, mm. the story, the story needs to be built. But eventually lose. I think Cody get benefits more from it from a story standpoint than The Rock would. I kind of The Rock has surpassed titles. Mm. He's like the Undertaker. The Undertaker, Undertaker come along and won the title. You'd be like, why? Yeah. You don't need it. Mm. It's a legend. The match sells itself anyway. Right. Roman Reigns versus The Rock doesn't have to be for the title. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I prefer it if it wasn't. But mm. I don't know. Uh, who should he? I mean, I think he will lose it to Cody. Um, it, like the, the story is there and he's going to avenge Dusty and it's all going to be dead good and all that stuff but I would prefer to have seen Cody beat somebody else for it than Roman probably but it is what it is I think I would I honestly and people will hate me for this I wouldn't have minded someone like an Austin Theory or someone really using somebody to just <laughs> to just really elevate someone because it's how it should be done it's, it's, like, it's like when we talk about Undertaker's streak it's like yeah you can give it to Brock Lesnar and it, it, it's good and it's meaningful but 
we discussed that. Like, should it have been Brock? Well, do you know what? We've we have discussed that, and I think we can both agree. Like, we didn't feel like it should be Brock, but at the same time, they did sort of cement Brock. Yeah, like I with I, it, so it did work. Yeah, I didn't expect it to. But it I worked. think the outcome I got to with was well, who else could it have been if it wasn't going to be? I don't know someone that they were about to push to the moon at that time. Well, when we talk about it, I always say, oh, you know what? There's a time when I felt like it should have been Shawn Michaels. Like, that wouldn't have done anything for Shawn Michaels in that sense, no. because, like, he was already a legend in the business, so you go, you know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be an up-and-coming, but like you say, to build, a, like, an Austin Theory type would be a, a nice way of doing it, as much as, I don't want to agree with you, Carl, I really don't want Austin Theory anywhere near the fucking title. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't, but, even, doesn't even have to be Austin Theory, but, but someone like that, that and a young talent who needs to be established, it yeah. makes a lot of sense, but for me, I'll, I'll go with the obvious answer of saying, it's Cody. Mm. Yeah, I think it was the Cody storyline off as the man who dethroned Roman. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, fair. personally, I would have loved for it to have been Drew, and then yeah. we actually get Cody Drew. Would that's, have been awesome for me. I mean, that, that's that's my choice. I think the moment's gone now. If, it, if it's Drew, it just yeah. it would never mean as much as it meant no. then. So it's a shame they missed the vote. But that's when it should have happened, in my opinion. So, um, the next one. So this one from Anonymous. So obviously, we used um, NGL to send basically to let, let you ask questions um, anonymously. And this one was, who's your favourite wrestler? Is this right now or of all time? Maybe we should do well, both. I'm going to go all time. I've mentioned this once or twice on the pod, but honestly, yeah, absolute legend. When I was young, when I was a kid, it was the one you gravitated to. It's just this, you know, mysterious bad. Like I'll be honest, I I become a fan of the Undertaker like as the American badass. Yeah, and um, you know that that was the sort of Undertaker I got to know initially. He was like the the guy on SmackDown. I was watching SmackDown a lot at the time. Um, mostly because it, I don't know how it worked in America but certainly in, in the UK Smackdown was on a free channel and for some reason Raw was on um, a sports channel which you had to specifically pay for and yeah. I, I didn't because no one in my family watched sports and obviously just for Doesn't one show a week didn't make sense um, so I used to watch Smackdown every Saturday and um, I'd use Cats the Highlights on Raw well, Smackdown was my show you know what I mean and um, yeah Undertaker was the man and that, you know sort of gravitated to that and then you know, it, it's it's kind of weird because, like, I got into Undertaker as the American Badass, um, or oh, Big Evil, we're going to say, and then he sort of returned to the original Undertaker thing. He had that feud with Kane, mm. and he got buried alive, and I was like, "Wow, what's going on here? And then Paul Bearer came back, and I, I got to know I got to know his sort of resurgence as Undertaker, which mm. was awesome as well. And then, you know, naturally you look back and you go, well, you know, when he, when he debuted in the Royal Rumble and stuff like that, um, so you watch some of the classic stuff, but if I'm honest, it's Undertaker, but it's actually started with the American Badass. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to do my old one? Yeah, then we'll go through Currents. Um, so Currents. I want to be sure. I, I kind <laughs> of want a Currents. Currents. Um, so I think anybody who's listened or watched probably knows I'm a massive Bret Hart fan. I'm a massive Mr. Perfect fan. And Roddy Piper's probably up there as well, but I don't know, probably body of work-wise, It'd have to be Bret Hart, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, I loved I loved Mr. Perfect, but mm. I'd have to just give the the edge to Bret Hart. I think about this a lot, to be fair. I'm trying to justify. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I, I I'm surprised you can go for Perfect. I know guy. it's I know it's such a tough choice for you. Yeah, I know um, it's a tough choice for you because I, I I felt like you were going to go for Mr. Perfect, and um, yeah. like I know he's been on your list many a time. Yeah. So um, I, I understand that. Like, yeah. It's just know. it's stuff like the, the like the thing with Perfect was his character was fantastic. He was, his charisma was amazing. Um, and he could back up in the ring as well. It was the same, you know. People always say Brett didn't have any charisma or anything like that, but I don't know. He was always someone that made you root for him, and his kind of 
he was the guy that you never thought would win the belt because you it's been like the the Hogan show and the you know Warrior show and all that kind of stuff and then you've got Brett was like the first people's champion really for someone that you didn't think would you would ever do it and then he did um, and yeah best there is best there was best there ever will be buddy how about now nice well current 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 it's actually really difficult you know. Um, do you want me to go first? Because I've been thinking about it while you're If you, you could, if you could. Um, and this might shock people. I'm going to go MJF. Actually going to go MJF is my favourite thing in wrestling right now. I love the acclaimed as well, don't get me wrong. But yeah. it's one of them. Like I think Drew McIntyre is awesome over in WWE. Um, after that, I'm kind of clutching straws a little bit on WWE, unfortunately. Um, but it's got to be MJF, man. There's... I talked before about generational talent, and I know he says it all the time. So that this kid is fucking brilliant. He's got one of the best promos in the business, and whenever he doesn't get in the ring often, when he does, he's always put on a fantastic match, and he can clearly wrestle. He's just um, he just feels fresh, different, and I just love the guy. He's captivating TV. Whenever he comes on, it's like I've got to watch to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone else in the wrestling business right now that makes me do that. Yeah, I get that. So I'm gonna go MJF. Okay. I'm gonna give you a bit of a wild shout. Go. And I can't like I can't say the same things. I can't say that like you know when he gets in the ring, you know it's gonna be an incredible match because there've been some ones that have been not too enamored on. And it, you're not gonna expect this one, but I'm actually gonna say Seth Rollins. Good shout. To be fair, he's an absolute fucking legend. You know he's um he, he's you know what and it sounds stupid, but in the the post media uh, press thing they did after Clash, um, the basically someone mentioned about. Um, I can't remember quite how they phrased it, but they made it sound like you know uh, Seth didn't take the wrestling seriously, and his response to that just really enamored me to him because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he, he really invests in his character so much that people are going to him. Oh, you don't take this seriously. It's like freaking real. Yeah. And he basically was like, no, I I, I live this business and so on like that, and you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of won me over a little bit on that. Not that I was on the fence with him, but that kind of made me go, you know what? Fair play. Yeah. But he is, I think almost overlooked because he's been there he's mm. been on that grind for a long time but he, you know every character they've given everything he's had to do if they've thrown at him he's, he's fucking done it and he's yeah. blew it out the park really you know even like the messiah stuff was awesome i know they had some goofy elements like with the eye thing and all that but mm. the messiah gimmick was awesome everything yeah. like even I, this over the top snarky fucking asshole i don't know how to explain this current gimmick but even that with the laugh and everything just that's, that's fucking it was just spot on and i think you know what for someone who's consistently Great. I've got to give him that shout out and say, you know yeah. what? Yeah, he probably is my favourite wrestler at the moment. He was probably my favourite wrestler when around that time he was like the Beast Slayer and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah. He was just like, you know, re- um, what, what was his thing? Rebuild, reclaim, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah design, rebuild, reclaim. Yeah, and it was like, okay, because he's so talented, he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his current version, I think, is uh, while it's entertaining, um, I don't know, it's feeling a bit. Yeah, a bit. Would you a change? That's yeah. what's going to happen. But, I mean, because you could go into the element of, like, you know, for the, for a lot of the reasons that I'm calling Seth my favourite at the moment, is reasons you could even tag to Kevin Owens. Like, I just, you know, just shout out to one, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens. Uh, briefly, uh, to Kevin Owens, who's just consistently mm. a fucking brilliant worker. I just don't think the point he's that been there. His match lately. with Stone Cold was just a WrestleMania moment. Fucking yeah. awesome. Um, so, yeah, like, just a quick shout out to him. But for me, Seth Rollins, I think, at the moment. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. And, yeah, I could have put it to MJF over there as well. Point yeah, both, <laughs> both my favourite wrestlers. I know. <laughs> Don't pick his nose. 
Um, so the next one uh, from Jordan Turner himself, the wrestling takeover. And Jordan, Sula Jordan. Is Seth hey. Rollins the best? Well, apparently. Fucking is. Yeah, look at that. Wavelengths. Nice. Um, I, I, ju I just say, by the way, I didn't pre-read these questions, so as much as you might be thinking, oh, he's just pretending he didn't know it was coming up and that was all that. It wasn't. I genuinely haven't read the questions until now. I wanted honest answers. And uh, couldn't agree with you more, Jordan. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating really, isn't it? Is he the best thing in WWE at the As moment? I agree with you, you've asked the question because I assume you do think that. Mm. I'd be interested to know now, but I, know, yeah, I certainly obviously think that. Um, but I'm assuming there's some debate here, Carl, because you know we, we've I listed Kevin Owens a second ago, you mentioned MJF. Mm. I, like, would you consider Seth the best thing in wrestling now? Considering well, overall what best, they do for the best business. Best thing in WWE. Um, oh, sorry, in WWE, I do apologise. I honestly don't know. I mean, you can't argue that Roman's had a fantastic year since he's come back and he's had the bloodline stuff and things like that. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's is he the best thing in wrestling right now? To be fair, I th I'd probably think PWI. Well, in WWE, sorry, yeah, in in WWE, I'd probably say Roman's still the the best thing going there. So um, it was definitely a member of the Shield. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, fair play to Mox. He's he's holding it up in AW as well. So the Shield come good, but. Yeah, I don't know whether he's the best thing. He's he's enjoyable, but I feel like he's his, his last couple of feuds. So the, the stuff with Cody went on forever, and now the stuff with Riddle is going on forever. And it's just he's a massively talented guy, but it just it gets stale so quick. Oh, unfortunately, it, it seems fault. like WWE never know when to to stop no. a storyline, especially when because I, I've joked about this so many times when these like people people chant and fight forever, and they seem to take it literal. Um, I'm, I'm quietly waiting for Johnny Gargano to go up against Tommaso Ciampa again because fuck it, why not? Why not? Um, but I, I appreciate that, and as I say, I can't sit here and go, you know, everything he's done is delivered because there are some elements that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. and it's not usually like this storyline hasn't worked or this is ridiculous. It's usually elements of, as like I mentioned with the Messiah gimmick when he got when it got goofy and he started gouging people's eyes out and stuff. I was like, that's a bit too much because and, I'm, I'm willing to suspend disbelief, but I don't think you blinded Ray. Um, yeah. and it, it's elements like that I was like uh, but the Messiah gimmick overall was awesome so for me it's never the whole thing it's always like small elements that you go okay that's, uh. yeah. but I don't think that's enough to, to take the credit away I do think he is the best thing in WWE interesting I don't know whether it is Reigns I do think it is the bloodline but I think it's easier to say like a faction because there's more elements to it you could argue like there'll be people that says Reigns is the best thing there's people that say Paul Heyman's the best thing some people will love Sami Zayn Nobody no, thinks I mean, the The thing is, though, with with Paul Heyman, you kind of got to let that one go because that's like going. Brock's never been a legend. Just yeah. Paul Heyman. Mm. You know, in, in all fairness, he's been fucking fine yeah. by himself for a little while now as well. But you know what I mean. Paul Heyman's an absolute great mouthpiece for anyone, and I think perfectly needed for Roman. But then Roman's proven himself. Like we're we're looking at like current bloodline stuff, and it's easy to forget Roman over the last few like years that you know he's proven he can be a talker. He's mm. proven that he can be a fantastic heel. Um, and I don't know, for me, like he is very good. And it is a really tough choice. Like He probably will be a lot of people's first choice. But, I mean, I'd certainly, if I weren't listening to Seth, I would probably say Roman, to be fair. Yeah, they're both up there. Yeah, sure. The Shield. Yeah. Um, All-time dream match. I would go... Brett mm. versus Kurt Angle. Right. Either the singles or Brett versus Kurt versus Perfect as a triple threat. It's probably my wet dream. So you know, yeah. I think the story that could be built up from that, like all of them, like in their own way, from a promo style. Like imagine Kurt and like 
even just Kurt or like some combination of them three. From a promo standpoint, you couldn't get better than Kurt and Perfect. Oh. That would be like you're not perfect. You didn't win a, a broke uh, a gold medal with a broken freaking neck and all that kind of stuff, and Kurt come back. Kurt versus Kurt, you know. Uh, as you were. Honestly, like I'm struggling with this question, like because there's so many options, but. I would I would agree with you that Kurt consistently comes up for yeah. dream matches. He, he's a, he's a fantastic wrestler, fantastic talker. How often did we get Kurt versus Taker? Well, this is probably where I'd go. I've got to put my favourite of all time up against Kurt Angle because I think the the story by itself. I'm sure really had a bad match. No, no, and um, that that might be where it goes in terms of a dream match. But it's really difficult because then you go, well, do you bring in elements of triple threats or do you, you know do you, yeah. Royal Rumble all Kurt's <laughs> you know Kurt like, of course um, what, what was Undertaker Sting ever on your list do you know what it should have been mm. I don't think it ever really was like mm. I, I uh, toyed with WCW for a while before I um, I watched WWE properly as a kid and you know you again because I, I was that type of kid you gravitate towards the mysterious uh, face painting guy um, so I was like, Sting's cool. I knew you would have Darby Allen. I know it. Um, so, you know, you, like, me, me kids over there, like, oh, this Sting guy's cool, so, like, that, that's the one I'll like in WCW kind of thing. But, and considering that you could argue that that, that was probably the only the only real wrestler I knew in WCW as a kid, um, that I'd want that match because then I went on to watch WWE and become a big fan of Undertaker. But, I don't know, I, I understand the concept that it's it's kind of a mirror match and they were both similar characters for their respective companies, but I, I don't know, there's just something that never drew me into that. No. Like, I don't be wrong, I feel it gutted that we never got it and we probably won't now, mm. but uh, at the same time, it's like, I, I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not as upset as some. Like, yeah. I wasn't that bothered by it. Okay. How about yourself? Were you, were you big on that as a match? No, you, not really. I think it was mean? blown out of proportion, to mm. be honest. I think it was just like, oh, well, he's mysterious and there was and he's mysterious. I don't think... It would have been a good match, sure, but I never was like, ah, oh, because I never saw that much similarity in the gimmicks. Mm. People were just like, ah, oh, it's like their version of Undertaker. Is it, though? You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I mean, he's literally a version of the Crow. Exactly. So I'm like, it's not quite the same. But um, no, I, I would say mine would be Kurt Angle versus Brett versus Mr. Perfect. If I could do a triple threat, if not, it would be... I'm surprised the British Bulldog doesn't come up in the conversation. The thing is with Davey, I'm a massive Davey fan. Mm. I just don't think, like, he was never the best wrestler out there or the best promo I mean, out there. Yeah, stuff. like, at a time when, like, in a technical sense, there was a lot of yeah. competition. So I, I get that. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, he, he was still a great, you know what I mean? But I just, I think if I was going to build up my favourite match, I think from, like, a promo side, he'd probably let it down a little bit and stuff. So it's, yeah, I think... Yeah. It, it, because I was saying about it's the build to the event, isn't yeah, it? Of course, yeah, of course. So it's like there's got to be stuff. So, uh, yeah, for me, it'd be some kind of combination with them. And this is, funnily enough, when you say about the build and the storyline, this is one of the reasons that I always throw um, Shawn Michaels versus Taker so highly um, mm. the first time. Well, both, but the first time. Um, because the storyline was perfect. Yeah. And we both can agree that, even though you hate Shawn Michaels. I fucking hate Shawn Michaels. But um, that... that match can go down in history or those matches can go down in history because it was told so perfectly yeah I suppose question for people who are watching this or listening to this can you be a Brett and Sean fan at the same time I don't, I don't think, think it's possible um, but yeah so interesting would you go with some kind of combination that then Caretaker maybe Caretaker like in some form yeah yeah right, for me it's fair the next one anonymous as well what's the best and worst thing about wrestling right now um. Okay, 
I'll go with worst initially. We'll get the negative out of the way. And I'm actually going to say it's this um, the bullshit. I, I, that's the best way to explain it. I'm not going to say the fan base. That sounds like too. Fans. That sounds too negative. And a lot of people are like, oh, the fans are ruining wrestling. It's not the fans. It's the people who want to make money out of the fans, or you know, the people who like to either lie or speculate. And like, look at AEW as an example. Now, there's definitely some shit going on. Bit of controversy going on. Punk lost his shit. And, you know, we talk about it, so it might sound a little bit hypocritical, but we're not making shit up. We're talking about what we've read in the news. That's a slight difference as far as I'm concerned. But when people are there, like like now, the one we mentioned earlier, like, oh, you know, Kenny Omega, he's rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. It's like, is there any truth to that? And we can't tell anymore because there's that many people bullshitting. Mm. Like, I, I'm not specifically picking out any, but, like, it's when, like, we had a report that um, Thunder Rosa was uh, asking for their release in AEW, and then that was... Um, like they had to put a statement out that it wasn't true, and you're like, but why? Like, yeah. I think that because you get like so many people like, oh, you know, AWs, it's it's you know, it's gonna go under, and it's really they fucked up massively and something like that. It's like, calm down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like wrestling, I like AEW, I like WWE. I'd probably watch a lot more of the indies if I had the time, but I, I don't have a problem watching either of these shows. I want them both to thrive, and I just that's the worst bit of it. Like. And we go on social media, we look at what's going on because we're genuinely interested and you get loads of shit that mostly isn't true. So for me, the, probably the worst thing is actually the bullshit side. Okay. Mine, and it feels a bit one-sided here to WWE, but three-hour raw. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. And that. This is probably more akin to the question because it's specifically about <laughs> it's wrestling. the worst but thing. I, I agree. I think it's too much. It's Yeah, it's so overkill. You can't fill that much content on a weekly basis, especially when you've also got two hours of SmackDown and you're now starting to cross over people onto shows anyway. To keep a balance, because it's not just Target WWE, similarly, I would say Rampage has a, sim- well, has a problem in the same way, well, in the opposite way, I suppose, mm. that I don't think an hour is long enough either. See, when Rampage Start first started, strong. it was the perfect blender show because it was enough because it had like two or three matches and enough promo and stuff. And now they, they have like five, six like matches I think, on there. I think the, the problem is not so much that you can't do a show an hour. I think it's there's that much going on in AEW yeah. that they can't have an hour long show. Mm. They need longer. Maybe. So if we're talking uh, Raw having too much time, they don't have enough. Yeah. And I think to keep the balance. Yeah, maybe that's fair. Um, but yeah, for me, it's just Raw's just so painful. It could be a really good show if it was just trimmed. I wouldn't actually, I mean, this could be controversial. I think maybe even two hours is a bit too long these days. In I think a nice hour and a half would be a decent Maybe, maybe decent you know, similar to a Premier League game, 90 minutes. Maybe that's what we need. A bit of half time. Um, a bit of half time. Injury time. Yeah, let's do it. Cody's getting an extra that's hour right there. Yeah, oh, God. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I don't know, maybe especially with people's attention spans and stuff, people just can't. You know what I mean? And today, so, um, so yeah, I think maybe that for me, three hour rolls just too long. Best thing, the competition's back to a degree, and people will disagree. Yeah. Oh, AEW's nothing, whatever. You can't argue that WWE hasn't stepped up their game since Triple H has come over. No pun intended. <laughs> um, since Triple H has come over, but also like. Because AEW exists, like you, you yeah. can clearly see it. Like Triple H wouldn't be bringing back all these people and try, all that kind of stuff if he didn't want to create a buzz. And we get it. People would say, "Oh no, it's because he's only just taken over the like the reins." But yeah, <laughs> I know what. What the fuck? Just take the conversation and go. Let's make that into a superstar name. 
But yeah, for me, the fat competition's back, and I like that. I like the tone he's getting riled up. The tone's yeah, getting pissed. I mean, I don't like. Obviously, we've taken the piss about his comments. I've got more fucking money than Jim Crocker. Okay, cool. But um, it's exciting because you don't know what they're going to do, and that like when when wrestling was his best is when there was two major promotions and they were both trying to get the better rating. That's how it should be. I don't think AEW is going to be surpassing WWE anytime soon, but yeah, it's good that the there's competition. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah. I don't think I can say anything any better. I mean, part of me was like, probably a slight like, uh, mark response, I suppose, would be like, Triple H maybe. I, like, literally, currently, currently, currently. Yeah. Like, he's killing it. Yeah. But, I think you're right. I think competition um, helps the creativity for both companies. So, I think that's probably the perfect answer for that. Okay, okay. Uh, next one, also anonymous. <laughs> Who and when was your first kiss? I was a bit of a slag. I think when I was in like primary school, to be honest. I used to have this friend. Um, she was like, used to live up the road from me when I was about four, and I'm pretty sure we I used to go up there and just kiss her all the time. But that probably didn't count. So my first yeah. like big boy high school kiss was probably when I was about eleven or twelve. Um, I liked this girl, but she I was short ass and she was quite tall, and I had to stand on my backpack to reach her to give her a kiss. Um, and yeah, that was probably me. That's proper one. I'm hoping any day now. Any day. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 uh, um, interesting question. I, I I wonder whether that is a legit question or whether that I know was... it felt because we had a few that felt like procedurally generated in a way. Mm. You know, so. like that went like that one. You know, you go well, okay. Somebody could be having a, a bit of fun with that question. Some of them just were like totally so unrelated to what we do that you go, <laughs> yeah. this is a bit too generic. I wonder whether this NGL is just like, hmm, things haven't had a response in an hour. Let's send Because in front of I was like, what's your favourite pasta? And it's like, the fuck was it? You know, and that, that, that is a great question, question actually. Like, hmm. Tortellini. I think. I don't know. I just, mm. It sounded good. Mm. I like all of it. Um, okay, the next one are from Wrestling Blog UK. This guy is awesome, by the way. So check him Indeed. out on Instagram. Just an absolute Couldn't agree more. Um, what stable could you build that would rival the bloodline? Oh, oh, that is tough. That is a tough one. I think Carl's got something going on here. Why it's it? Takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he hates it. Um, do you know what? It is. It's a really interesting question, though. I'm trying to think of stuff that would be good, like because I assume we build them up from scratch. It wouldn't be like saying, "Well, you know, if we got the elite over with Cody." You know, you know that's something that exists or has existed. So I suppose we have to build something from scratch to it. Yeah, maybe. Concept. I think. I mean, the, the Wired Six option could be a great one. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you, what are you seeing here with the the Sami Zayn thing? Like, because this might sound a bit of a wild choice, but I'm looking at it like, you know, Sami's kind of an inside man, but he's really close with the likes of Kevin Owens. Mm. So you could be looking at it like you. You sort of your OGs going like, well, you get, you know, KO, you get Sami Zayn in there, you get like even Rollins on some level. Like, uh, you know, you could flip flop in that segment, like, like Invasion yeah. all over again. Besides, you really <laughs> um, So maybe you could build something from the the, the people who come up together. I mean, in that the, time, the natural know? parallels between, so you've got Roman's parallel will probably be Seth Rollins, Sami's will probably be Kevin Owens. Tag teams, Tree Profits, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Trouble is, I think there's a real struggle with tag teams at the moment. Mm. Like, because str- you want to build a stable that has a tag team to rival the Usos, but like, they're either tag teams that you can't really 
there isn't much of a story there. Like, because straight away, my head goes Street Profits, probably mm. the next best tag team there at the moment. New Day are kind of around, but you know, Alpha Academy. Like, Alpha Academy. You could, you could potentially do something with like Drew, Sheamus, Sheamus' little. You could build faction. up, yeah, you could build up uh, Sheamus and Scrappy Do and the other guy and, and Drew. Or even bring the Viking Raiders in. Yeah, another shelf. Do something there. Do you know what I'd love to say that the best way to rival, I mean, is a, another wrestling dynasty. So you've got the Anawai family, so you'd have like the Hearts, or you'd have, you know what I mean? You'd have the fucking, who else is like the Can big, you imagine though, you get, you get Harry, you know, and you get like, uh, well, you try and say the Hearts, and like, who's, like, because sadly there's not a lot there. Really because like, you like, sadly there's a few injured outs and mm. stuff like that, and this, you can't really build the Hearts side. I was going, I was about to, but you can't. Yeah. I think in an ideal world that would be, you know what I mean, you've got another kind of family with, with similar kind of lineage, but I don't think that really yeah. exists massively. So it shows you how big the NOI family are, mm. in that sense. I mean, throw it over to AEW, is the Blackpool Combat Club Yeah, possible rival mm. for the bloodline? I mean, if, you, if you're bringing people over from AEW, like a, a tag team that I'd love to see rival you, so it would be the acclaimed. You get, the, you get the acclaimed over to I don't know who the faction would be overall but you get the acclaimed up against the Usos would be there for that like. oh god I would love that so much um, maybe when we get the AEW invasion well yeah you know that, that could definitely work you know what it's a, it's a fan I suppose it speaks volumes of how good they are as a stable and they do have obviously everything they've got um, that whole lineage they've got attack, they've got basically people that can get championships at all levels haven't they now that they've got that um, yeah Sokoa, Sokoa, whatever the fuck he's called as well. Sokoa, Sokoa. Um, so, yeah, but maybe, I don't know, Blackpool Combat Club or some kind of mm. heart dynasty. They've done that before, but still. Uh, that's the trouble, you can't even build the same heart dynasty. You'd have to like try and get some people who've been sort of trained in the heart dungeon, maybe, but mm. like, it'd be very loose connections, but yeah, like Harry, now. for instance. Mm. Yeah, fan- fantastic. Well, who knows? Oh, yeah. That's a tough one. Different. Who can rival them? Um, what's the weirdest thing that's happened on the show? On this show? <laughs> I assume on this show. On our show. Like on the show or around the show? Maybe just the weirdest thing that's happened to us since we've had this show. Like, could be getting spotted in public. Um, we've had that happen. We're picking like, yeah, like surreal things. Like, weird. I'll, I'll answer some weird in a minute. But like, weird in the sense of like, didn't expect that or that was really surreal like it'd be like speaking to DDP <clears throat> yeah or, James yeah or being approached by people we've chatted to on, on socials who know us as A's of the K so we're like um, we've, it's happened a couple of times now uh, both for the Love Wrestling and Wales Comic Con and it was a chap we were chatting to on um, on Twitter and we ran the gym yeah. all the time that's kind of surreal too like, yeah. to be to, like to be sort of known by our brand in some sense yeah. it's kind of cool it was it was um, it was crazy to be recognised like oh I've seen, I've seen your guys show and stuff and it's like cool. <laughs> well, it's like yeah really when cool. we're waiting in line to I think there is we other people waiting to from... see Georgia. Yeah, weren't we? And um, a lad come up and he was like yeah, saying about listening to our show and I'm like that's that's fucking cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that that's yeah. But it's kind of weird at the time. Oh yeah 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 because you wait we don't know how to take that graciously yet because most people don't know. <laughs> no. Um, but weirdest weirdest. Tough one. Mm. I suppose we've had anything too bad in terms of weirdness, have we? We had. Uh, can I mention interactions we've had trying to get guests? So. Yeah. Is that is that appropriate? Okay. As long as you don't name drop individuals. Okay. <clears throat> I can't name the guest. 
Nice. <laughs> but I've got two two stories that these are probably the weirdest things that happened around the show in a sense. So we had um, we've had one person sort of semi kick off on us. So uh, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of, of what we do in terms of guests, but we we generally we want to chat to people that we're genuinely interested in speaking to. And whilst we appreciate time is money and someone like that, and we appreciate some people charge, we don't tend to pay for guests. No. Right? We'll ask people, and they might go, "Oh, I charge this amount," and you know they may go, "Yeah, you're not." And we've had plenty of people say, "Sorry, no thanks, the pass or whatever." Mm-hmm. And that's fair. They're entitled to charge what what their worth is, and other people like when you look at the likes we spoke to, the likes of DDP, he was an absolute legend in the business, but he wasn't. He, he was just happy to speak to us about what he's doing at the moment. Yeah. We obviously try and promote him as much as we can, but he's a legend in himself. He's famous on his own, so that you know what we're offering to the table is definitely slightly imbalanced. But he's not. <laughs> he wasn't there to be like, well, no, I want like seven thousand pounds. Um, so I, it does, it's not even about like, oh, he's a big star, you should pay him or anything like that. But, you know, we, we've we approached many. And um, there's two strange interactions we had. So the first one was um, basically the, the, the thing you come in around money and they wanted, uh, again, not naming the wrestler or the, the agent, but they wanted a fairly extortionate amount. Um, and we were like, well, you know, we are we're an independent podcast. We're... We're, you know, we're doing something we really enjoy. We're, we're not like loaded. We're not totally calm. So um, you know, we, we couldn't really stretch to that. But you know, and this is like us trying to be like thinking, trying to respect that, but also be like, well, you know, we we still want to speak to you. So we're like, would you consider X amount? And uh, instead of well, no, or you know, anything like that, we got kind of kicked off on didn't we? Hmm. It was an insult to the, and bear in mind we don't pay for we pay for one guest you think you think of all the guests we've had on the show and it was a very nominal fee and it was very early on in our run before we probably not knew better because that's yeah. not fair to say no um, certainly before we popped off as anything <laughs> because we're so famous um, but yeah before we did like very many interviews at all like we paid I think it was like $50 or something wasn't it mm, for, something what, like for one interview we haven't paid for another one since um, so Bear in mind this particular guest who kicked off on us. We don't pay anyway. So we're us going, oh, well, you know, we explicitly said, look, we don't pay. We're obviously happy to promote you. We'll do We do right by all of our guests. We make sure that... Yeah. Forevermore, by the way. It's not they, like a one-time deal. No, like, if they've ever been on this show, we will forever have their back. Whatever they share, Usually we will share. We will support. Well, exactly. It's, like, it's, like, it's not like they ask us to, but we fucking want to. And we know awesome. for a fact that there's a many, many a show, a podcast out there, wherever, who will just go... Email all of the people and see who bites. And I've said this to you many times. Like we could do that, but who could be asked thinking of questions to ask somebody you're not interested in? Uh, genuinely, like, and, and it's no like, insult to like because again, there's a lot of wrestlers we don't know who are probably fucking yeah. awesome, but it's and the ones we've seen and we like. God, oh, we'd love yeah. to have a conversation with that. It's, it's one of them as well. And I don't want to. I mean, I'm going to shit. I don't, I'm not trying to shit on any podcast. I don't know who what podcast about these people on. But I always joke about it all the time. I would never reach out to Jeff Jarrett because I don't give a fuck about Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> and I wouldn't. I, I would feel uncomfortable <laughs> trying to think of questions to ask him. Because I don't give a shit. That's a very personal and thing. It's like to Carl, like, he, he doesn't like Jeff I just Jarrett. Don't like Jeff Jarrett. A lot of people do. So yeah. I understand he's getting into it. It's the same with like like like, like, uh, like Bobby Fish, for example. Like he, he might rock up. He might do like a podcast circuit or whatever, and you see he pops up on other shows, and we could go. Oh, he's been on these shows. Maybe we should contact. Why? I don't want to talk to Bobby Fish. <laughs> no offense. And again, but again, it, it's down to personal interest. So you yeah. approach the ones you want to speak to. So bear in mind, this was a person that we wanted to speak to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, apparently it was like, it's an insult, this, that, and the next thing. Like, you know, this person oh, is a legend. Because, oh, like, oh, okay. 
We really want to speak to them and we remember them fondly, but they weren't really classed in the legend mm. status, if we're honest. Yeah. And then, you know, we got back to them and was like, look, we didn't mean any disrespect. You know, we appreciate that, that that's the case, but we certainly weren't trying to insult them. We just got blank, didn't we? So that was, that was kind of weird. Yeah. That we, we upset someone. <laughs> we had a more recent that one, didn't we? <laughs> and then recently, and this one, like, was suspect as fuck, right? And this might, you know what, any other podcasts, I, I might throw some names out on this one, Carl. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I, believe, I truly believe this is a scam. Have we still got it. I can't be sued for defamation here, can we? That's all I care about. <laughs> it's an opinion thing. <laughs> I believe it's a scam. I'm not saying it is. Is it still in here? Um, I, think no. I, I think I blocked them. Oh, okay then. So no, I won't give any names because I don't know who it was anymore. But um, Carl reached out to... Um, I can't, well, I'm not going to name names. So he represented a wrestler and we were like... Yeah, a, you cl- know. a classic wrestler who's also turned up somewhat recently on the show as well. Someone that I was a big fan of, a heel back in the day. Yeah, um, I wanted to speak to them. Yeah, and we out. were like, that would be cool. We had his agents, his agents' details there, so we were like, oh, we'll message his agent, see what the script is. So Carl sent the usual message. We're like, we'd really love to speak to the guy. Big fans, um, you know, that, like explaining what we're about and what we want to speak to that particular person about. And they got back to us and were like. Bear in mind, this is someone's agent. They were like, just literally was like three words. Is there any money? Or oh, is there a monetary value to it? Or yeah, something like put, that. Um, but it was like... Will there, will there be a monetary contribution? Or will there be put? a monetary contribution was the response. Like, no, hi, I'm such a person. No signing off as the company. No words at all. Something really you wouldn't expect from an agent. Is the money involved? And you go, well, this feels nice and professional. So, um... We basically was like... Carl got back and was like, in the politest way, <laughs> no... Yeah. Um, well, because again, you know, exactly, yeah. And um, he come back and he was like, literally one word answer, pass. I'm like, fantastic agent so far, really conducted himself professionally. You know, I, I'm so glad that he has these sort of clients. And then um, after that, Carl, in all fairness, was like, again, because we're not unwilling to pay, we just don't want to pay stupid amounts, and generally we don't pay for guests. So. We were like, okay, well, let's see, you know, let's see what it is. So Carl was like, you know, out of curiosity, not saying that we will, but what, what typically would he charge, sort of thing. And the guy come back and put like, was it, did, did he even say the full thing, or did he just put one k? I think he just put one k, full stop. Yeah, it was a thousand, like thousand dollars, but <laughs> didn't even bother putting that in. Like, he couldn't have even put it in a full sentence. It was just no. like one k. So we were like, so I was like, right. So and then, uh, obviously then we were like, some pass. Um, so I was like, this, it, it wasn't even so much that they were asking for money or even asking for such an extortionate amount of money as well for like, bear in mind, this was for 30 minutes. Um, and we were like, what, what the, right. So I, I'm like, this feels massively unprofessional. So I started Googling this guy's name and this company's name. So for starters, the email address he was using, um, the, the domain was, uh, was up, you could buy it from GoDaddy or whatever the fucking website it was. So it was kind of dead. But he obviously was using the email address in some way, so there's some sort of redirect going on there, whatever. So you're like, okay, there's a company that doesn't strictly exist. That's weird. So then I start Googling a name, and he's on LinkedIn. He's like, I represent these people. He's got a janky YouTube channel, and it's like, these are all the people I represent, and here's videos of them confirming that I represent them, but they weren't. They were like videos of them going, oh, hey, D- I can't remember his name, so his name wasn't Dave. I'm just going, oh, hey, Dave. I'm so glad to be... Um, it was like, that's your confirmation because they're not saying this guy represents me or anything like that. They were just acknowledging that he exists. It, it was like, he's like he paid for a cameo. Yeah. And it was also like he recorded it on a Nokia 3310 as well because the quality was shocking. So yeah. I'm like, again, this doesn't feel like a professional agent. Um, 
so I was trying to find proof that this company was real and it did actually represent people. And in the end, I found like basically a load of forums and a load of places that were saying, this guy's a crook and he basically doesn't represent anyone. He doesn't represent anyone. <laughs> what he does is he brokers a deal with people, apparently in a really shit way because there was no professionalism at all. Brokers a deal with people and then approaches the person and goes, I've got you a job here. It's $500 and he pockets the rest. I was like, okay, so he's a scammer. So, um, you know, for those who are willing to pay for guests, just watch out for cunts like that. But that yeah. was fucking weird. And you know what? He might have hid the fact that he was a con artist if he'd have actually talked and conducted himself in any way that was professional. Yeah. So they're, they're the weirdest things that have happened on the show for me, I think. Very much. Um, but, yeah, strange. Very strange. Um, so the next question from RK underscore 25.0. Thoughts on the possibility of Omega and the Bucks in WWE? Now, I've talk, I don't, I think I've talked to you about this off-air, but I'll go first of it, mate, because mm. I don't like it. And it's not anything against the Bucks uh, or Omega, but they're so indie, they're so non-WWE that I actually would find it really kind of surreal. Like, I'm not massively against it. If they rock up and they have a great career in WWE, more power to them. But on an initial thought point of view, if they just suddenly turned up, that would be, like, really surreal and, like, these aren't like the WWE. These are so they're not like anti WWE, but they're so independent. Like I think I mentioned this to you a little while back, Carl. It may have been last week when we were talking about it on the show. So I might have mentioned this element, but like they were like probably the most popular indie wrestlers at one point. Mm. Like the elite was a massive thing. They made themselves huge in New Japan. So for these guys to be so synonymous with being famous, despite not being part of WWE, it'd be really for me. It'd be a really strange one, like for them to be in WWE. Yeah, I'm not sure they fit the mold there. Um, I think Kenny Omega could make a like a, a an AJ Styles type Royal Rumble. Yeah, because there was a time you'd probably like say the same thing. Like, AJ will never go yeah, to the I, 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 I never yeah. thought that like especially with Vince in charge, I was like he's too small, he doesn't fit the mold. Vince, you know, he's southern. Vince doesn't want them accents, all that kind of stuff. And then he is. He rocks up, becomes a major star. So Kenny, maybe I can't see the box in there. I mean, maybe Triple H sees something in them. I don't know, but as it stands, WWE does not value that tag division still, even with Triple H. Could be proven wrong on that, but if he does get, you know, if the books do get brought in, who to feud with? There's no one. Like what? Alpha Academy and Street Profits and the Usos. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the thing. Um, there's one thing WWE hasn't fixed yet is the fact that the, the tag scene is still kind of awful. Yeah. Um. But I, so, yeah. I, I think again, like you you mentioned before around like um if WWE brought back like um Harry Smith or people like that. No offense to them, but would it get the the crowd pop that people expect? The books. I'm not sure it would. No, I think the question really, I suppose, is would the crowd, would enough of the crowd know who they were to pop? Mm. Yeah, good point. It's the bottom line, isn't it? Like, you know, people like to play the numbers game constantly with AEW and WWE. Um, WWE's drawing millions to their just under a million. Well, so there's a, yeah. a big difference like in terms 1. of. 1.1 mil on Dynamite this past week. Yeah, but with the example rate. being like they're just about breaking a mil. And then you've got, well, consistently over two. Yeah, SmackDown, SmackDown yeah. And you go, well, like, and I know that doesn't necessarily always translate to, like, the inner arena audience and all that, but, you know, the reality is they, they seem to have a much bigger audience in WWE, and a lot, of, a lot of that audience clearly aren't watching AEW, so you go, well, is there going to be a massive pop for them? Yeah, I don't know. As wrestling fans, like, we'd be like, holy shit. And one example being, like, 
And Cody was a WWE guy, but how weird was it seeing Cody in WrestleMania? So and that was like, it was fucking cool because it was like, that's AEW Cody. Like, not a single thing changed. Yeah. Not the music, not the attire, not. It's AEW Cody, which made it even stranger. And that was strange and awesome, so it's not impossible. But I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know how it feel if they if they just suddenly walked out on, like, yeah. these are one of the unexpected people that, that uh, Triple H got somehow. I, I don't know how, I, I don't know, like, I wouldn't be. I'm. I'm very much that type of guy. We're like, oh, let's see where this goes. Yeah. So I wouldn't be against it. If they end up there, the, I. I legitimately think it would be as a fuck you to Tony. And to oh WWE. yeah, without a doubt. That they, without a doubt. Uh, you know, they need them and fit their company and their vision. I genuinely don't. Mm -hmm. There's no offense to you know no. all the books. I just. I just don't see it personally. But no. we've been wrong before. We'll be wrong again. Uh, okay, non-wrestling one again, anonymous. Ooh. What's your favorite movie? I was this is so this. so difficult so hard this is the only one that I've been trying to think about and I still can't rack my brain I think because movies are so diverse it's, I don't even think I'd be able to answer properly what's your favourite comedy or what's your favourite thriller or what's your favourite you know drama whatever mm. um, I film I watch every year consistently around Thanksgiving because even though I'm British I celebrate Thanksgiving because I'm like that um, and I have a soft spot for Florida the Yanker Hearts <laughs> I'm a Yanker Hearts but um, every Thanksgiving I watch Planes, Trains and Automobiles because Classic. it's fucking brilliant um, so I always watch that no, well, every year. This again, it's hard to pick a, an exact favorite, but one that has a special place in my heart while we're in that area. And I think we can both agree on this one. Three Amigos. I love Three Amigos. Fucking. Awesome. I watched it not too long ago. Like basically classic films with Steve Martin and are great. Yeah, that's what we're saying. But um, you know what? I, I can rattle off a few that are certainly up there for me. And you know, some people will be like, oh, you know, like if you're a film buff, you'd be like, some of these are trash. But like. Uh, Fast and Furious, like the original Fast and Furious, before they just started being like, you know, superhuman bank thieves. Um, when it was literally just about cars and shit. Uh, I fucking love that film. I've watched it uh, many, many times. And um, again, it, it's exactly what it is. So if I want to sit down and watch like a really well-written, well-thought-out, fantastic plot of a film, I'm not sat and watching Fast and Furious. So this is where I can't call it like favorite movie ever. But again, it's a film I will go back to repeatedly. Mm -hmm. um, and then you you know there's I suppose there's another a genre of films that I think are fucking brilliant that I'll never watch again um, like Green Mile mm. fantastic film yeah. never, never watching that again I think I think we, we spoke briefly like any any Tom Hanks film is typically a bit Tom Hanks <laughs> yeah I can give you that favourite almost for, like I would dare say favourite actor but if Tom Hanks is in a film I'll watch it I don't care what the film's about right I will watch it because I feel this is a man who has crafted his career so carefully that I know he's put thoughts into the Probably roles picked, he does. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's looked at it and gone, this is worth me being in. And because he's done that, I'm like, this is probably worth a watch. Mm. To the point, like, uh, me and my wife, who she is an, an Elvis fan, so she, she had, was a lot more invested in it, but we watched the Elvis recently. Mm. Now, that is typically something that would have been like, you know, I wasn't going to go out of my way and watch it, but, you know, uh, Tom Hanks was in it, and my wife's an Elvis fan, so I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. Fantastic film. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, no doubt, you know, Tom Hanks is a legend. Mm. Forrest Gump constantly go back to him all the time. Yeah. I reference it all the time. Yeah, literally everything and he's been It's is. annoying for you because your wife's named Jenny. <laughs> that is true. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't like it when I say it like that. But um, speaking of Tom Hanks, um, I'm a big Disney fan. Toy Story is up there. Oh, legend. Lion yeah. King is another yeah. one of mine. I also love Christopher Nolan stuff. So, ah, like, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is yes. up there. Inception. Um, also, not a Nolan film, um, but another one that I've watched a couple of times now. I'm just really, I, I really like mindfuck movies or ones with like 
twists or stuff you don't see coming. I just love it. Yeah. So Shutter Island. Fantastic uh, you know what? Film. Shutter Island. I think gets like it doesn't get the credit it deserves. No. I think that was a good I love film. that one. Um, things like Triangle. If you've, if you've never seen that, it's good. Um, Coherence. Just yeah, loads of that, that stuff. And do you know what? Um, I'll I'll list a couple more. I am a big fan. I'll pick a, a genre. I love like post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. So I like Mad Max and shit like that mm-hmm. as well. I think I, I love that as a concept as a genre. I love playing games that are set in that sort of environment or watching films in that sort of environment. So like even like Resident Evil, which technically is a zombie film. Yeah. Resident Evil, like the way they set the films up is like it's all post apocalyptic you know, the, the virus coming fucking yeah, yeah. everything and it, I love that sort of setting. So I watch films like that constantly. But I need to give it a shout out as like again, I can't sit here and honestly say it's my favourite film, but maybe favourite comedy. And it's not another team movie. And again, <laughs> I know a lot of people, they look at these sort of films and they go, ah, oh, it's just that typical fucking, you know, like, what do they call it? Daft's parody stuff. Parodies really took a really bad turn when they started releasing things like date movie and epic movie. Yeah. And they were just shit. And they were just pop culture gags that didn't land. Not another team movie is not that. Not another team movie <laughs> is fantastic. fucking fantastic. If you've not seen not another team movie, it's brilliant. Yeah. And um, I, I again I've watched it many a time and I'll watch it again. It is so fucking funny. There's loads of good wrestling movies as well. The wrestler, I love that film. Ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. If we're going to stick in the ready to rumble, <laughs> we've gone back to so many times. I think yeah. we've even reviewed it in eighty eight of the movies because yeah. we fucking love that film. Yeah. Again, the wrestler gets too, critically so panned. Check the episodes out. But yeah. yeah. Too many films. Such a hard question. Yeah. Um so our friend SCW the wrestling channel, another awesome guy. Um, you're on a karaoke night out. Which wrestling? I love the creativity in this question. Do you choose to sing? I know exactly what I'm gonna pick. Go on. Um, does it have a name? The Jim Johnson uh, track, Undertaker's theme. When not the American Badass, although Kid Rock, Boss out. Um, that one he did. I, I'm desperately trying to remember if it had a title. But the You've done it now. That okay. one. You're gonna pay, is it? You're gonna, You're gonna pay. pay. That's it, yeah. I think pay. it's that one. That I, it's like, all right. Most people wouldn't appreciate me singing that in the karaoke, but that that's what I would go. That'd be my go-to, right? Okay. I, I I probably could rock that. I reckon. I like that. I like that. Uh, I mean, if I am gonna go out and do karaoke in the night out, I'm probably absolutely pissed off in the head, so I'd probably sing um, Adam Rose's. Nice. But if it's an actual song with proper lyrics, um... <laughs> you're going to go ones without lyrics, you're probably trying to get better, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would maybe go Slow Chemical. Nice. It's just a shame that Glenn Jacobs is a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look. <laughs> Sorry. We're not allowed to say this guy's name. Right. Well, we are, but, you know. Like it's like this one of these type of things in wrestling these days. But Chris Benoit's theme was a fucking banger, and it's such a shame because that the, it, it's it's forever connected with him. Like people won't even know what the name of the band is. I don't know what the name of the band is. It's a banger of a tune that, and uh, it, sadly, like the lyrics are kind of fucked up as well. Now you know what? Well, there's no you know holding means. me back. Yeah, not ideal. It's driven by anger and stuff, and you're like, ah, it's just. But if you take away. I mean, you can't, you can't, like, I'm not sorry, just ignore the, the, you know, you can't really do that, but that, if we're being honest, that was a banger of a tune. Mm. It's below that. I remember um, Rob Van Damme's One of, one of a Kind oh, and stuff. There's, like, yeah. there's so many good uh, songs. And if I could even keep up with the lyrics, Stone Cold that we mentioned before, <laughs> disturbed the, the Disturbed version of Stone Cold. I just Cold question you what it says. But that's why, it just be, that, that's exactly, maybe after a few pints, that's yeah. what it sounds like anyway. Basically. 
Um, but yeah, fantastic question though. Might be oh, my favourite right, one. Um, another anonymous one. Any Netflix recommendations? Mm, that's a great one. Um, I started watching the, the Girl in the Picture yesterday. It's a, like a murder mystery documentary. It's alright so far. Um, but Jen fell asleep, so I had to turn it off. So there's that. There's a film coming out soon with um, Mila Kunis that looks really interesting yeah. on Netflix. Um, that's another mystery one. Um, so I'd recommend that. But you know, what? this is where I'm. Like, I don't think I could list anything that isn't like obvious or massively popular. It's like, mm. they're not like finding little hidden gems. Yeah. I'm like, Strange Things. This most recent season was actually really good. I know, I know, it went shit in the second season. I don't care what anyone says. I and I gave up on it. Season. I gave up on it, but mm. I went back to it, and it's it, it's been really good. Mm. Obviously, you can recommend but, stuff like The Office and Friends and oh, classic. Absolutely. I actually don't find myself watching Netflix all that often. Cobra Kai. I know you don't watch it. I Cobra Kai. It. Yeah. Yeah. I find myself watching either more Prime or Disney Plus stuff. There's there's that much there's that much shit now, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, do you know what the annoying thing is? There's like. I liked a world when it was mostly just Netflix. Like now, there's so many streamers. So I was like, I got really not to digress. I got really pissed off the other week because, um, and again, this might work slightly different in the states. So apologies to anyone listening from the states. But like, um, we used to have uh, Now TV as part of our TV package, which is sort of Sky, you know. And they included a lot of stuff like South Park. I could watch every episode of South Park ever, right? Paramount. So I'm not used to it being free, and then. Paramount Plus come along and go, we're, we're introducing Paramount Plus in the UK. It's like, awesome. I'm not going to get it. I already subscribed to Netflix, mm-hmm. Disney, and fucking Prime. I'm not getting Paramount Plus. I'm not paying for another streaming service. Plus, you know, I can just carry on watching what I want. And then I go, go on to me, me TV package that I paid for. And uh, I'm looking at it like, I'm missing some shit here. And <laughs> sometimes I will occasionally this. go back to South Park because it's just a handy watch. I'm like, South Park's completely gone. Yeah. So they've put South Park behind a paywall. Something I've been able to watch, well, I'd say for free. Obviously, I, I, I pay for yeah. the TV service, so it's not for free. But it, it would come free with my TV package. And you're still saying the same price, though, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, the fuck did you take all that stuff off me? It's and it's like, I kind of feel sorry for my TV company, because yeah. it's like it's not like they had any say in the matter. Paramount, when you're not having anything. It's, fun, like, it's so funny, isn't it, how time moves on? It's like, we had cable, it's like, well, these programs are on at these scheduled times. You can record them stuff if you want. And people are like, no one's got time for that. There's too many channels. No one knows what to do. We'll do streaming service. We'll have Netflix. That'll be amazing. We'll have everything on it. But now you're just, you've gone from paying, I don't know, what, £40 a month or whatever it is for your cable package. I don't know how much it is. Um, where, where you had all these channels that find you have to sift through whatever, to now requiring five, six different streaming things that, like, you know, what, 70, 80 quid a year, and yeah. it's like, hang on, <laughs> what's, what's going on? And, the thing. and you know what, at some point, some fucking genius is going to go, we should compile all these together and make one streaming service yeah, that we'll you can access it. all of it. Cable. And then, like, <laughs> wait a minute, we went right back around. Yeah. And the funny thing, like, because I think Prime are kind of getting the idea, but it's still, about, like, it doesn't work, because Prime are quite clever in the way they do, because they go, you're with Amazon Prime, you've got all your Prime stuff, but you know, you can bolt on, like, stars, mm. and, Paramount Plus, and you can add it to you, so you're going to one place for all your stuff, but you're still paying separately. So yeah. they're not benefiting you. They're not going as cheaper getting the add-on with us because no. it's not. You're still just paying for Paramount Plus. But I like the fact that it could all be in one uh, yeah. UI. It's just now, nice. it's just now a hub of streaming services within. The streaming <laughs> so, service. so when you asked if we had any Netflix recommendations, no, no, yeah, just the obvious ones, unfortunately. Um, I can't bring any, any nothing. Like gems. No, but, but I can't. I can't remember that film called. But, um, but go on IMDb. Well, look at Mila Kunis. The film, the film coming out looks pretty good, I think. Yeah. And um, 
you know what? Like, what was that one of them? One of those. Resident Evil was disappointing. I know you didn't ask for the opposite before. Well, yeah. Resident Evil was disappointing. Like, I don't know, Carl's like, oh, Resident Evil was awesome. Yeah, the films were, and the games were. This series yeah, the games were. Much. I have never been a fan of the films, really. And you, you can't look at them as a Resident Evil. They got the title, but they're not really about it, are they? No. You, you, look at, you isolate them from the games, they're fine. They're good films. Yeah. How difficult is it managing your prediction series? I feel like you need to feel this one, Carl, because I just kind of participate in them. Let me tell you. Not that bad. It's okay. Depends how many people play. If I'm honest, I don't have any fancy automated tools. I literally capture all the responses. I go through. Doesn't have any tools. I set everyone's names down, and then just put when they voted yes or no to things. I found the easiest way to do There's it. A lot of st- Carl like a lot of people don't know this about Carl, but he, he's a stats nerd. He loves stats. I love a good spreadsheet. He's got like, spreadsheets upon spreadsheets. Track a lot of things. Like, and I'll make no bones about it. I don't really. I, I, I participate in the prediction series. I love the prediction series. He does series. fucking nothing. But Carl manages it. And um, he kind of. That's why he's like, oh, it's not too bad because he loves it. He like, puts all the numbers <laughs> it's, in. Gets it's fun for me. Gets to watch all the numbers dance. He but, fucking um, loves it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a nice little spreadsheet to sort it all out, but it's still quite manual. But there's tools out there. I ain't paying for that shit. But I, I, I write everyone's name in. Um, it depends what we guess. Sometimes we've had like. 150 people playing it in a month and that, yeah. that, that's a bit of a slog other times we get like 60, 70 and it's not that bad it's mad how varied it is because some people are like the massive WWE fans but they're not AEW fans so you don't get you get some people who drop off for the AEW stuff mm. you know that's and when true. we do like overall well, scores people were fair play to them like um, there's people who like a massive AEW diehard know nothing about WWE and like I'll have a go you know what I mean it's yeah, like well why not yeah. nothing to lose um, yeah it's good I, I enjoy doing it I think it's a, a nice little um it's a nice little thing that we do. I think we've always said we like to offer different things across socials, different yeah. stuff. Um, you know what? We met a lot of cool people through it. And um, while we're sort of mentioning fun things you can do on socials, uh, another little shout out uh, to Cheap Pop Wrestling, who fantasy do faction. the Fantasy Faction, which is ours of fun as well. It is indeed. Um, we're shit at it though. We, we are, yeah. yeah. It's more like but, a it's more like a, a fantasy Premier League, fantasy football type thing, that, isn't it? You pick a yeah. roster of people and then you get scored each. I don't yeah, know, month or however long yeah. to do it. Um, whereas ours is very much predict the outcomes of the matches and you get a point if you're right, a point if you're wrong, and we tally it up over a whole season. Um, so, so they're, Well, they're very different games, but both very fun games. Yeah, that's just the main thing. So, so play shout, this, out, shout play out, this, out to the fantasy faction. Because um, it is very good. Um, and again, Legend Wrestling Blog UK is back. What's your ultimate goal with the pod and A to the K as a brand? YouTube full time. Nice. Um, I mean,. Do you know what? I don't know if it's a goal per se. Like, it, it, in terms of ultimate goal, like if it stayed this forever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always just did this because we wanted to be able to catch up with one another. We wanted to be able to talk about something we enjoyed. The fact that we've got any sort of following and we've spoke to the people we have is fucking amazing, yeah. and I'm so grateful for that. But um, ultimate goal, you know, like you mentioned there, YouTube full time. If we can make this a full time job, I've been in the shade. I'm <laughs> not going to say no to that. If yeah. if somehow this got popular enough for this to be a full time gig, yeah. Definitely, yeah. all day. Hands down. But again, I, I'll. It, it sounds like a bit of a cop out, but if that if it were, it just stays as it is for the rest of the days, then I'm totally fine with that too. We never really had a an aim. I know some people, um, you know, the the aim with social media and the aim with um, this sort of stuff is to build up a, a what's the what do they call it a brand and a, a status, I suppose, as a as a yeah. sort of online celeb and all that kind of stuff. We're not, we never really no. thought about that, you know. I suppose. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like Everton. I, 
We have no goals. Um, <laughs> hey! <laughs> uh, I kid, of course. Um, Mate, we got like one the other day. We won. We won. Yeah. We won the other day. It's fine. Um, I, do, funny, I don't really follow football, but that was funny because <laughs> he's like watching uh, his beloved football team. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. And he's like, they scored a goal. And he's like, uh, be happy if it was two. I'm like, okay, fair enough. I get that. With Everton, you, you can want, you want a bit of space. He needs a bit of cushion. I've there. never seen someone like see his team win and just kind of be like, because yeah. it's stressful, man. It is a stressful. I know. So I stressful, stressful being, being yeah, you were happy. It's so stressful. But you, I was relieved. You, you said but, the right words. Like, yes, it's a good but, thing. But you weren't yeah, happy. It was. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, slight digression. Yeah, yeah. kidding aside, I think we've created little tiny micro goals as we've gone along. Like we said, oh, the coolest get to hundred YouTube subs because it'd be nice to have a personalised URL. Yeah, because or, again, little things we found out as we started going. Yeah, we we started as just a podcast, and we were like, we'll, we'll try and get YouTube out there, and then it was like, yeah, you have to be like YouTube.com slash ABG136 hash something it's not and really like, memorable uh, yeah and then you have to get to 100 subs to have a, a, a unique title so now we are youtube.com slash A2K which is cool sorry which is cool and yeah. then um, yeah like you say micro goals it'll like, be cool to speak to like I don't think we ever had a particular like it'd be cool to speak to that person but <laughs> then we had like certain things we like We've got to speak to Mickey James. We've got to speak to yeah, DB. Yeah. Like, not to discredit anyone else we spoke to, but you know, like people like we were there watching as kids. Yeah. And you're like, because like, there's plenty of people we spoke to, like either they're current wrestlers or they're up and coming wrestlers, and you go, they're absolute legends, but it, it doesn't have the same surreal effect no. to when you were like, I, I was a, like, a, like, I was a kid watching <laughs> wrestling and seeing DDP feuding with Undertaker, which uh, it was a bit of a weird storyline. And being the villain and ready to rumble, yeah. and then as an adult, I'm like talking to him about his like how him and the Rock I joked about being people's champion. I'm like, <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, some, and like you say, micro goals. Yeah, so, sometimes yeah, it's crazy to like you have a bit of an out of body experience, look down on your life, and you're like, it's kind of does some cool shit. To yeah. be fair, so yeah. yeah, I don't think um, you know, I think we've got a couple of things that hopefully um, mm. you know, bit of bit of. Bit of progress that we'll be making yeah, maybe um, some, in some certain things. Sort of changes. As you can see, we've got obviously the new studio yeah, set up. This was well. certainly a goal. Uh, this is probably the biggest goal we had was to actually what, have yeah. a, a set that we would both physically be at, which is nice. Yeah. Pandemic put a foot on that <laughs> well, for a while. We, we, um, we are a pandemic podcast, aren't we? Let's be honest. Pretty, was, I mean, the weird thing is we weren't. Like, I mean, in yeah, spirit, we, we decided to make a podcast and then the pandemic yeah, happened. It's kind of weird. But it, it all started with the Royal Rumble, didn't it? Anyone doesn't know the story. And me and Anthony are watching it as we do every year. And Anthony was like, you know, because I, I don't know anything about podcasts. I, I never really listened to them. I, I, I knew the Ricky Gervais podcast. I listened to that a few times. That was about it. Yeah. Um, and Anthony was like, I, I love podcasts. Podcast. And I was like, like okay. I, I listen to all sorts. Of, I know no one asked for this, but like I, I was listening to like, uh, shout out to, um, not that they need it, but to Two Bears, One Cave. I, I listen to that all the time. Yeah, like, they're just two friends who, well, they're both famous guys, by the way, famous actors. I'm saying, just two friends. It's two guys. To Bear Kreischer and. Um, I'm so sorry. And the other guy. I'm so sorry his name escaped yeah, me at the moment. It'll come back. Tom Segura, thank you. It was going to come back to me eventually. So they're both famous dudes, um, but it was just them two sort of, you know, uh, really good friends, and they basically whatever topic they felt like talking about. That way, we don't have the star power to be able to just talk whatever the fuck we want to talk about. We have to niche down, um, but I, their whole setup. I was even saying to Carl, we need to. That's what we need to do. We need to have like a table. We need to have TV behind it. Yeah. Like, eh. <laughs> we need to have a TV behind it. We need to do it like they do. They're fucking awesome, right? 
and then um, you know you listen to like story based stuff like um, like I listen to Welcome to Night Vale which is like set as like a radio show in a fictional universe hours of fun um, so I love podcasts so I was probably more on mm. the podcast train uh, than you were yeah but, but stuff like that I don't think we ever were set out to be like oh we're going to have a YouTube channel like, it was literally just Might as well. you know we're doing this thing now talking about wrestling while we're sat here watching the Rumble should we record ourselves doing that one time see what happens <laughs> I think that the biggest thing to take away from it is consistency we've 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 stuck to it and oh, yeah. i think a lot of people have ideas sometimes of going well, i'm gonna do this and then after a couple of weeks or if they don't get famous instantly or whatever they're like ah, oh, shit i do because that's the thing like we've it's been like, well, you, you could call it if we if we were aiming for something you could call it a grind if we were like we want to get to ten thousand followers yeah. that'd feel like a fucking grind well that's it probably need to go higher than not to sound like bragging but like uh <laughs> if we were trying to get to like hundred thousand followers right you'd be like you know that would be a massive grind, and you you look at like, say like we have, and I, I, I weren't trying to sound braggy then, but like our TikTok does significantly better than our Instagram, so you try and like equalize them too. That would be a fucking grind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it could feel like a fucking chore. Mm. But like you say, it's like, because well, we're not trying to make. Yeah, I think that, I yeah. think because our ultimate goal was never to have a podcast. It was uh, as you said before. It was we're two best mates from high school that grew up had families didn't get much time anymore outside of work and families to spend you know adequate time with each other and we're like well you know what it'd be cool if we, we touch base every week and just like chat wrestling so it started and then we've just kept doing that haven't we um but i want to address one thing though when you mentioned a to the k as a brand i'll tell you what my original thought was um to the point that we had to change our name um when we first started doing podcasts we called it a to the k wrestle talk and the idea behind that was innocently enough that We'd start out doing wrestling, and then if we wanted to digress into other topics, we could do movie talk or TV talk or sport talk or whatever the fuck we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We could, that, you know, the A to the K would be the consistent thing, and then we would change the element, the, the talking element, what we were talking about. Yeah. Um. So that's why originally we were A to K wrestle talk, and then it was like, turns out <laughs> we should have known this as well. I, I did know this, and you oh, were like, I didn't realize how, just how big they were, and I'm like. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> but there's Wrestle Talk um, as one of the probably the biggest uh, UK-based I know YouTubers <laughs> uh, in the wrestling like scene, and we were like, yeah, it's a bit too similar. And then we were like, you know what, it's fine because people are looking at the A to the K, the Wrestle Talks, just like subtitle, it's fine. So we stuck with it for ages, and then we actually got a review, and somebody said there already is a Wrestle Talk. I just totally ignored the A to the K part. And yeah. I was like, fuck, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. Yeah, you know. To be fair, though, I liked I liked um, your idea. What you did with that where it was like A to the K's rest talk has evolved, and we had the new rebrand. Ah, I like doing that Pokemon thing. That's fun. It was good. That was a nice little. Um, yeah, but that that is why we changed it to the wrestling show. Yeah, just FYI. And a little fun inside fact for a, for a time it was going to be the A to the K wrestling experience, wasn't it? And yes. then we were like, let's just fucking call it. It's a show. It's a wrestling it's show. It's a show. Um. So I, th- I think at the time, like I was like, well, how do we talk about ourselves? We have a wrestling show called the wrestling show. I was like, oh, but. It and it's one of them where we kind of got to a point it was like well it's not just a podcast so I think it's fair to say show because we put the YouTube out there we put the TikToks on there we have the social medias we have the podcast you know so it seemed like there was a few different elements of accessibility and I mentioned the socials because you might never watch any of these or listen to any of these but you uh, follow us on social media and join in with Fantasy Faction for instance yeah not the Fantasy Faction whoops Prediction Series Prediction Series God damn it cheap pop t- ah look what <laughs> um, you did yeah that's Stuck over their thing. Um, uh, yeah, so you might participate in the prediction series, and that's what you really enjoy. So it was like, okay, so you, you, some people don't go for all elements. Like the yeah. people 
who probably listen to us and have never seen our TikToks. Yeah, exactly. Which, surprisingly, why not? Why not? people like. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, we just do like wrestling morphs, don't we? On the so we, yeah. sh- we should probably do more videos about us. To be fair, we we, probably, we've dabbled, haven't we? But we'll again, it. not not that we're like trying to get the views, but like. The stuff that that goes off with the, the morphs, aren't they? People want the morphs. But to the point, people request like, "Do Dan Housen?" You're like, "Okay." I don't know. I was his dad who requested that. Though, that was sure. well, allegedly. I'm not <laughs> saying you're not. By the way, <laughs> Sorry, just, Ryan. you just were like, "Do Dan Housen? He's my son." I'm like, "I'll take your word for it." Like, I don't see why he's not. But you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think um, obviously we we never set out with a massive goal. We still probably don't have a massive goal. Like to Anthony's point of. You know, someone rocked up to us and was like, how would you big boys like to do this full time? Here's a million dollars. So we'd be like, okie dokie. film and TV has taught me to suspect anyone who approaches me <laughs> like that, offering a million dollars. I'm like, nah, I'm going to get screwed over somehow. Yeah. yeah, well, certain um, certain things I've watched of people approaching like that, saying, want to be a star, don't you? Makes me think I'm going to get screwed over too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> to be fair. But, no, I think obviously that would be the like a dream wouldn't it but at the same time I think what we've achieved so far has been somewhat of a dream and I think you know considering that it, it is just like you know a little bit of a insight for you now we've we had a, an interview we had an interview before with a with a hall of famer that'll be coming mm-hmm. out soon which was and like the one a, was like I watched you as a kid yeah it's, it's really like, weird that one was surreal that one was one which we've been trying to get in for a while but just couldn't get been playing hard to get for a bit this guy hard to get so um but we had that and then we had obviously kind of spo- uh, they know it's a guy now sorry yeah, that's fine uh, and then we had a couple of other segments and now it's now half one in the morning for example yeah um, and it's like this is this is i don't know we both got work in them both got work tomorrow so um i don't, don't even know how to do classes. this but yeah so it's one of them in an ideal world yes we would do this full time but I think we've made loads of progress as it is, and yeah, there's going to be hopefully um, another milestone kind of that we probably didn't even dream of. Not something we had on our sort of bingo card, if you will, um, but, but uh, something that an opportunity that may have come up, which is yeah. interesting. So hopefully, yeah. we can reveal more about that soon as well. So yeah, I think the goal for now is just keep doing what we're doing, keep meeting up regularly, and just keep you know drinking beer, keep drinking beer from Top Row Brewery, um, but just slowly and. Surely you're just getting, you know, tweaking things, you're just getting more refined and hopefully if you've been, you know, a day one down since day one, Ish. you'll see um, how we've kind of evolved as, as a show and yeah, we'll continue to just keep doing what mm-hmm. we do. And so is that the last question? thoroughly answered that question. That was the last question. Oh, well, we spent so much time on that one. <laughs> uh, an hour and 15 minutes, we do like to talk. We do like to talk. But if, you know what, if it's a question and answer series, Series episode. We're gonna do some talking out. That is true. Oh, we have wow. to answer the questions, right? Um, and yeah, the funny thing is, we had loads more as well. So thanks everyone on Instagram who yeah, sent us them. Um, and you know, it's been fun. It's nice that we actually can interact with people enough on Instagram that we get questions. That's that's even wow. that in itself is like honestly that that means a lot. Exactly. Anyone who likes any of our stuff, and you know, we sometimes we just put stupid shit out there. Sometimes we put, you know, oh god, these guys have got the show coming out again. And sometimes we send messages to yeah. people and things and be like, hey, sometimes, check it out. Sometimes we go to Carl. I think this would be funny, <laughs> but he's good with the graphic stuff. So I'm like, I think this would be funny. You need to make it happen. Make it happen. And then you get random shit on our, on yeah. Instagrams and stuff because that that's kind of how that evolves. The Vince McMahon jetpack thing, for example. Yeah. For me, I'd never even seen before, and he's like, people like this. It turns out, yeah, he did so fairly. Um but yeah, so big thanks to all of you. If you're listening, then we appreciate it. And thanks for helping us do well in the Apple charts, which we yeah, didn't realise we would be doing. So that's cool. Um, and yeah, YouTube continues to grow up to 750 subs. 
um, we saw it before, 750 odd anyway, so that's cool. Next goal, 1,000. Yeah, we had half a million likes on TikTok, um, which is cool. So yeah, just these little micro, you know, milestones, micro goals, and um, yeah, hopefully some pretty cool shit to announce soon as well. So thank you all very much. Hopefully that was a bit of an insight into us. And uh, yeah, let us know. Honestly. Oh no, we've lost viewers. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, and uh, you know, anyone who's still here at this point, whether you're listening or you're watching, keen to know, like length of show, like this one's gone like an, an hour fifteen now. <laughs> like, yeah, question for you: How long is too long? <laughs> <laughs> Find out next week. Um, <laughs> I can't. I might be saying it. <laughs> yeah, let us know how long is too long. Um, and yeah, we will reveal more about our super cool interview uh, that we did today. Yeah, very we'll be dropping sometime um, uh, later in this week, possibly yeah, maybe the next. Weekend. Because we're quite, it's like Wednesday already, so I'm hoping for the weekend. Thursday morning, though. No, that's uh, true. Thursday, so, really. Yeah, we will love you and leave you. And I'm going to go to work, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may as well just keep, stay up until uh, work time. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave you with Thunder Rosa to say goodbye. Hey, everybody. This is Thunder Rosa, and you're watching or listening A to the K. 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 A to the K.